This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more by visiting cleanfuels.org. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pegel. Democrats are looking to pass the Inflation Reduction Act this afternoon. The bill includes nearly $20 billion in funding for climate-smart farming practices, plus additional funding for USDA energy and forestry programs. It also includes aid to minority and underserved producers, a provision an Illinois Republican has reservations about. Haley Bicklehop has the latest. A member of the House Agriculture Committee says he is unsure the Inflation Reduction Act's assistance for disadvantaged producers will be helpful for the entirety of American producers. Illinois Republican Rodney Davis spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. He says the bill's debt forgiveness for disadvantaged farmers is more of a political message than beneficial for American agriculture. I just think this is something that the Democrats have concocted together. Uh, Provisions are put in place not because they're best for the American people, not because they're best for American agriculture, but because they're best for a certain member of Congress to address a certain constituency. In the end, uh, I think agriculture should be about being able to compete on a global scale and doing it in a way that every farmer, regardless of who they are, what they look like and where they live, has the same opportunity to, to achieve the American dream while farming that our forefathers did and that many, that many of my constituents still do on a regular basis. Farm lobbyists say the additional money from the IRA may change farm bill conversations. James Glick is the vice president of Michael Torrey Associates. Speaking on the AgriPulse Newsmakers panel, he said the timeline for the funds in the reconciliation package could have an impact on the upcoming farm bill. So additional resources here, I think, will, will change that conversation a little bit. Um, I think you note the, the extension of the authorization for just a handful of these programs. Um, and, and there's always that conversation around um, when, when programs have that September 30th deadline and expire. That's sort of the impetus to come to the table um, to discuss changes, the give and the take of allocating those resources. And so by, by extending just a handful of these programs, it, it you know will change that dynamic to some degree. To hear more from Davis and leaders in the industry about the reconciliation package and its impact on the Farm Bill, listen to the latest episode of AgriPulse Newsmakers. Reporting in Washington, I'm Haley Bicklehot. The House had not yet voted at the time of recording. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for the latest. The August World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates were released today. USDA has lowered corn production by 146 million bushels and increased soybean production by 25 million bushels. Market economist Arlen Suderman says USDA lowered corn and soybean yields due to weather conditions. And overall, a lot of states saw declines in corn yields. Obviously, the northwestern, midwest, and northern plains saw the biggest increase from last year because that was ground zero for the drought last year. Same thing with soybeans overall. Bill Thompson has more details on this month's WASD and crop production reports on agripulse.com. The Department of Agriculture has awarded $197 million to 41 locally-led conservation projects through the Regional Conservation Partnership Program. RCPP allows the Natural Resources Conservation Service to co-invest with local partners to help implement projects that bring innovative solutions to conservation challenges. The largest grant is a $10 million project to help restore and conserve grasslands in the southern High Plains. 
In California, the NRCS has awarded $1.7 million for a farmer-to-farmer collaboration with the goal of increasing the capacity of California agricultural lands to provide habitat, forage, and other support to wild and managed pollinators. Steve Davies takes a deeper look at where the money is going in his story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Clean Fuels is a farmer-founded trade association representing rapidly growing low-carbon fuels like biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. For more information, please visit cleanfuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.